Hello, and welcome to Here's the Thing with Robbie and Jose, where we explore relationships through a male and female perspective. With me, as always, is the lovely Robbie. Hola. Hola. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. Yeah. I love that, that sweatshirt, by the way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's um, a throwback. Yeah, for the listeners, it's like a, it's a big mouth. <laughs> it is. With teeth. Yeah, it's good to use. It's open a little bit. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> it's something like that, yeah. Like she just put in a mint or something. I don't know. But <laughs> it's pretty awesome. And I, I like it. I like it. So, oh, we're both wearing gray. I didn't realize that till just now. No, it's blue. It looks oh, gray it? right now, yeah, but it's, oh. it's like, like... Okay, forget what I just said. Maybe blue. <laughs> It's not as blue as your Tiffany thing, but yeah, it just, it's blue. Mm-hmm. Anywho, um, so today, I know, you know, we always do relationships, right? But mm-hmm. um, one of the relationships for me that I've had that I've never spoken about is uh, my uh, childhood friends mm. that I have. Um, so just to, to give you a little bit of context to go with that, there's three of them. Um, we all grew up together and I've known them since I was nine. So I'm 47 now, so... It's a lot of years. It's like whoa, 30, math. <laughs> Thirty-eight years, something like that. Thirty-eight years. That's a long time to know an individual. I don't mm-hmm. think I've known any other individuals that long. I mean, we have brothers and sisters. Yeah, but outside of that, right, right. And even then, brothers and sisters. It's not like I was with them. Like I didn't want to know. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, dude, I already know who you are. You were required to know them. Yeah. Well, you know, and don't get me wrong. I love my brothers and sisters. I, yeah, you know, I love them to death, and and we have a really good close relationship. But again, we grew up together, so we had to know one another, right? Mm. But these are people that I've just spent a lot of my life with mm. that are not blood relation, right? And so. You're not blood brothers. You didn't do I that. Know. Yeah, we didn't cut each other or anything like that. No. no. <laughs> But it's, uh, and one of the things that I had to realize is that not everybody has that. Mm. Not everybody has that. And that's, it's a weird thing for me because people have friends that they, that they had when they were young yeah, in grade school or junior high or even high school for that matter. And then just didn't keep in touch. Like maybe when they get together again, you know, like for a reunion or something like that, I guess they would be like, oh, hey, you know, and hang out again. But yeah. Well, it takes effort on everyone's part. To keep in touch. And I think for the majority of people that are really fickle and they just don't want to, it's just too much because you have to put in the effort. If you guys have been friends for 38 years, all of you at some point have to put in the effort to see each other, to keep communication. And a lot of people don't do that. So it's your friendships are going to fizzle out the older you get. Yeah. I mean, you know, even within that, like we don't, we're on a group chat like everybody else, right? Mm. But, um, but we don't, uh, we don't see each other as much as we should. Mm. Um, and because there's four of us all total, sometimes we mix and match. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's hard to get all four of us in one spot at one time. Yeah. For, like you said, life, you know, maybe their wives or they're on vacation or mm. they got a family obligation or whatever. So it gets hard. Yeah. So when we do get together, it's like a big deal. <laughs> we're, mm. we're like, we're super happy. The gang's back yeah, together again. <laughs> basically, yeah. Yeah. And, it, and, it's, and it's funny, right? Because... These are people that I saw go through lots of phases in their life, right? I mean, obviously they're nine, so they're pretty pubescent, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? They're they're children who are all kids. And then we all went through puberty together. We all had our first loves and we all had, you know, went to high school and 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 saw them become adults to men, you know, from boys to men literally. And then become fathers and become, you know, in some cases, even grandfathers now. Mm. And it's just been like, that's a lot 
to see somebody go through. Mm. And so it, it's also, for me, it's also, I like it because, um, and I don't know if you ever had this, but like if you ever had a friend where you would go over each other's place and it was just that familiar that mm-hmm. they just knew like, oh, uh, you know, they knew it was me. They would call me Hoser. It's like, oh, Hoser's over the house. Like I just, they didn't even welcome, and they welcomed me, but you know what I mean? Like you were already, they already accepted you. Like mm-hmm. you're just here. It wasn't a big deal anymore because you're here all the time, but there's a familiarity and there's a comfort that like, oh yeah, that's, that's, that's hoser he's just there hmm. right and so they they got to know me that way and all their families really accepted me i got to see a lot of um sometimes it wasn't always that nice because they get so familiar with you that sometimes if they were having you know family issues which every family does sometimes you got to witness that too so it gave you a little more insight into the into into your buddy because you you're not there every day so you're not going to know exactly how it goes down but you kind of got a glimpse of like, yeah, I know how your dad is. I know how your mom is. And I'm not saying it's bad or anything. I'm just saying, like, I can see how you are the way you are now and developed as an adult based on, you know, where you came from. So it's 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 really fascinating whenever mm-hmm. I explore that. So I don't know if you've had anything similar to that. or No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't know. Did you guys live close by in proximity? Like you could I, just bike over there? Cause. Yeah, so 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 they lived closer than I did. They probably were in, I don't know, a radius of about, and for me it might as well have been a million miles, but they were probably two to three blocks away from one another okay. at most. But I lived at least six or seven blocks away. Okay, I've never been in a scenario where I lived close to anyone. So uh-huh. like it wasn't like that. Oh, uh-huh. all right. Well... If you ever do, it's actually, it's pretty fun because you get to know their brothers and sisters. They become your brothers and sisters. I mean, you, you know them, you see them go through phases and uh, especially like some of the, some of the sisters in those families, like they went through phases and Mm -hmm. like new kids on the block. (laughs) (laughs) That was a phase and the boy bands and all that other stuff. But yeah, so, you know, you know them, you know them pretty, pretty good. And so within all those years too, you also... There's a lot of other things that go along. You become adults. And even when you're teenagers, you're going through stuff because you're going through hormones. Let's say you're being rebellious, you're acting out, whatever, you know, you're misbehaving. You know their parents and you know they're like, they're not going to be happy with some of the decisions that you're making. But at the same time, like, that's your buddy. What are you going to do now? Back them up. You know what I mean? Uh, And then they would get in trouble and you would have to sit there because sometimes I remember this. We would do stupid things all the time and they were scolding him, but I was there too. And I was listening, even though they weren't scolding me, they were, I felt like, yeah, I need to listen to this too. Cause whatever they're telling him, mm. it applies to me too. Right. Yeah. Um, and the one good thing or, or, or the other observation is they all had fathers. So I didn't have a father. So for me, I got to see all three of them and, 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 and see that dynamic of a mother and father, uh, household, which was actually kind of cool. I mean, it it has its, like anything else, you know, you, I, I'm an adult now, so I know that it can't always be, you know, roses and cherries and whatnot. Like, there, you know, it, it takes effort and, you know, looking back on it now, I was like, yeah, I understand. I understand a lot more now. At the time I was a kid, right? So yeah. you just look at them as, you know, that's so-and-so's mother and that's his father. It's like, you don't really, at that age, you're not thinking the complexities of a relationship mm. <laughs> with, you know, mother and father, kids. I know it now. Yeah. Like now I'm like, oh, Man, this is not easy. You know, it's funny, and maybe because my parents were so great, but I remember having friends when I was younger, and I'd go spend the night at their house, whatever. Um, I know which ones had really bad parents. It was very mm. evident to me 
that they were bad parents. Even mm. as a like a seven year old is like, I can see this is not. <laughs> yeah, you need to work on yourself. But. Yeah, no, I, I totally understand that. And, and and for those three, they had wonderful they had wonderful families. But I but you're right. There were other kids in the neighborhood because it wasn't just us four. It was a lot of us. It was at least a good like 20 of us that we all grew up together. We hung out together well into our 20s or whatever. But yeah, there were some households that weren't as pleasant to be mm-hmm. around, you know, for, for one reason or the other. They just weren't. Um, but you get that bond maybe because it isn't. And I remember that neighborhood. It was our neighborhood. You know what I mean? Like there was not. I own money. these streets. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> there was nothing that was going to happen. Now, again, it wasn't a huge spot, but that was that little spot right there. Not a lot got happened that we didn't know about. Right. Mm-hmm. Because, again, we knew everybody. We knew who everybody was. We were familiar with it. It was it was it was a little bit. It was it was good. It wasn't it, it was there were good neighborhoods. Yeah, there, there was a lot of stuff that went outside of those. But for the most part, we would keep that neighborhood pretty respectable or at least you know, not too out of hand or whatever. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, now with that, right? So the other thing about that is as we grow up, because we've known each other for that amount of time, there is a certain amount of trust that comes along with it. And sometimes when you have to have a hard conversation with your buddy, when they're doing something that's, you know, they're messing up, mm. they can hear it. Like you're one of the few people that they're going to listen to. Yeah. So you have to be very careful what you tell them. <laughs> because if you encourage them to do stupid stuff, they're going to continue doing stupid stuff. Yeah, you've stuff. just validated it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And, and and don't get me wrong. Like it's, it's not like we're trying to, to judge them exactly, although there is some judgment there. But re- remember, we grew up with the same values because I was in each one of their households and we were all in each other's, right? We all know each other's mothers and fathers. And they instilled in us a certain value. And when we stray away from that, we have to remind them like, hey, that's not cool, man. You know? It takes a village, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but it was, it was cool because, again, they, they can listen to us because they know that when we tell them these things, it's coming from a place of love. Like we're not just pulling this out of thin air. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like your mom told you, your dad, I was there when they were telling you. <laughs> Remember when they said, <laughs> yes, no stealing. Yes, yeah, exactly. Like we were there. And so you would, you could call them out and be like, hey man, you know, you're screwing up. And don't get me wrong. You would, we wouldn't want to, you know, beat them down or anything, but there was a trust, right? That they would listen to you. Now, whether or not they acted on it or, you know, they try to change their behavior. We all know that it takes time. So over time, I think they would do it. But we would mean we'd be we'd make it very clear if it's crossing a boundary, a guy again, like we live and let live, right? At the end of the day, they're all gonna do whatever they're gonna do and, they, and I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do. But when there's something that's you're going a little too far, you know what I mean? Or it's getting it's getting bad, um, that's when we have to step in. Mm. If like let's say there's an abuse of alcohol or abuse of drugs or something, we would step in and say, Hey, it's time to relax a little bit, you know, like this is too much. Like it's, it's starting to turn really, really bad. And sometimes they would listen. Like I said, sometimes they wouldn't, but they know that they would get that from us. Yeah. And any rational person would see that as that's love. Obviously, you know what I mean? Yeah. And partly again, because we all grew up together so we could call each other. Now here's the other dynamic at a certain point, you just have to accept them for their flaws and everything. And because you love them so much, right? And we all know that we're not perfect, all all four of us. <laughs> There's, we're nowhere near perfect. We all have our flaws. I have mine. I'm sure they can point those out. Um, 
And so whenever you do that, you sometimes can like ease up a little bit. So you don't have to constantly tell them. Mm -hmm. You've already made your point. (laughs) So you don't nag them about it. You just accept them. And at that point, you hope that they change their behavior or they do better going down the line. But they're still, they still know that no matter what, we're still going to love you, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're going to do some stupid stuff. We get it. We're still going to love you. Mm -hmm. And I, I like it now because a lot of them, most of them, um, when they were young, were very aggressive, you know, me included. I, I kind of get out of it a lot earlier than everybody else, but they were really aggressive. So it's, it's, uh, it's kind of cool to see them kind of slow down a little bit. Soften up. Yeah. And, and just not, the aggression isn't there as much. Mm. It's still there, but they've learned how to manage it, if yeah. you will. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and, and one of them, it took him late into his forties before he finally figured it out. His testosterone was like yeah, full blast, man. I think it's I think it's even that. I think it's like force a habit. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you're just used to being a certain way. You take a certain stance or, you know, especially where we came from, you couldn't get disrespected. You just couldn't. It, it mattered at the time, right? And so you take that mentality and don't get me wrong, you should always stand your ground and there are things or whatever and, you know, you should, you know, if you feel like you're being disrespected, you should definitely show it, right? But you don't have to act too hard all exactly, the time. Exactly, exactly. Your default shouldn't have to be, I'm going to go to violence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, there, there just should be a thing where you can like, okay, let's talk this out or like, you know, let's talk man to man or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yes, because that's always an option, but it, we don't need to go straight to it. And, <laughs> and you get, you got kind of used to going straight to it. But, you know, and I had told you this before, too. The other thing in my neighborhood, especially when we were, you know, between the ages of like nine to about, I don't know, 18, 19, something like that. Between that time, you know, fistfights was not an uncommon thing. It just happened all the time. There was two guys in the neighborhood in particular that would always get into fistfights. Always. We even lost track of who won when. Like, seriously, because it's just... All we remember is the amount of fights that they would get into and they would get bloodied and they, you know, they have, you know, bruises and whatnot. And it was violent, but we would all still, after that fight, we would all just hang out, even them too. Like they would just hang out or they would have like, one day they had like a brutal fight. I think they fought like five times in that day. In one day they had five fist fights? In one day they had five fist fights. Nobody put a stop to anything? No, we were just sitting there waiting until they they tired out. Ding, ding. Yeah, and then afterwards, but then I remember the next day, nobody remember who won, but it was just like, yeah, you guys fought a lot. And we were all hanging out. They were they were hanging out like like just friends, but sometimes you know if you, you drink a little bit or whatever mm. and you weren't supposed to, that got into. It. But yeah, it was five fights and and we still talk about that. It was, they were epic. <laughs> I'd be yeah. like, I'm tired by the third one. I'm like, dude, my back it hurts. Well, and that that's what happens again when when young men sometimes don't have anything to do, right? We weren't big on sports. Some of the kids they played basketball. I'm not a big basketball player, right? And a lot of the guys that I'm with, only one of them really does play basketball. The rest of us, not so much. So we didn't have sports. We didn't have something else. And that's what ends up happening with with young men. If 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 they're left idle to them <laughs> by themselves with nothing else going on. And again, this is before video games. 
This is before, you know, any of that stuff. So you needed to be outside. We love being outside anyways. It just makes me think of like when you're in a smaller town, there's usually more teen drinking and teen drugs stuff because there's nothing to do in town. What are you going to do? Right. You don't even have a a movie theater. Like there's nothing. Let's just get drunk out in the field somewhere. (laughs) Pretty much. Pretty much. (laughs) But again, it was, it was a safe neighborhood and stuff. And so like we, you know, it, it was, it was different. It was rough. But it still felt safe. You You weren't in danger, but there's just a lot of, when you put a lot of teenage boys, I mean, there's going to be that. Yeah, it was, it was bad. It was bad. Uh, And I had a few fights here and there too. I always, always loved um, getting into it. And I think everybody, there's nobody, none of my friends, all of them fought. Every single last one of them. There's, there's probably few, I'm trying to think if there was ever anybody in our neighborhood that didn't. And I think there was. Um, but he was such a sweet, innocent kid that you just couldn't, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> space looked like a little puppy dog. Yeah. Yeah. We, we didn't look down on him or anything like that, but it's just like, no, you're, you're not going to fight with him. You just, not. he was excluded. Yeah. Cause he was, he was a sweet kid. And so you oh. left him alone. It's just like, yeah, you're not, you're, you just don't, there's, there, if you want to fight, there's a whole bunch of other dudes <laughs> yeah. that would love to fight. Just leave him, you know, alone. So it was all, you know, voluntary or whatever, if you, if you want to call it that route. Yeah. Right. But you almost had to fight. It, it wasn't so much about the fighting itself, but like I was telling you, what you learned out of that was that combat is that you learned if you could trust a guy because if you fought dirty, that was, that was frowned upon. Like, oh, this guy right here under pressure, he's going to get grimy on you. You mm. know what I mean? Versus this dude's getting his butt whooped, but he's still fighting fair. Mm-hmm. He's not hitting below the belt. He's not trying to, you know, he's, he's fighting fair. And so that's what they were really trying to gauge of like where you were at. So even if you lost a fight, there was a certain amount of respect that you got if you didn't um, if you didn't do some grimy stuff, if you just didn't do, you know, things like that. And that's how we all kind of held ourselves accountable for, for that sort of thing. It's like, Hey, you can't do that. You know what I mean? Like, or that was a, that was a, you know, a B move or something. Mm. <laughs> I know we don't curse, but you know what I'm saying? Either way, it was, it was. Oh, it was, I was, I thought that was a term B move. I was like, no. what, is, what are you saying? <laughs> okay. I gotcha. No, but I, I'm just saying that's, that's how you, um, that's how you, you know, you were in the neighborhood. You had to, you had to show out and you had to show respect and whatnot, but it all still, you know, it, it, it goes into the future and we still hold ourselves accountable. So a lot of what we do is based out of love, but whenever we need a good talking to, and sometimes that happens, we can talk to. What's interesting too about my friends is that I've always been, uh, let's say more in tune with my female side than they, than they. So a lot of times they'll reach out to me and kind of test the water because it's an emotional thing that they want to talk about. Um, and again, you know, a, a lot of times, you know, growing up, you, the, the, the model was you need to be tough. You know, the, the fathers were, you need to be tough. And don't get me wrong, there's a usefulness to that. There is a certain amount of toughness. They just, and I, and I, for me anyways, I just never saw it. It's just, just being tough and resilient, that's really what they were trying to teach us, which is really going to get us. What they really didn't so much, um, and I say we, but, you know, honestly, I, I, I'm not, maybe they had their own, what I never had, let's just put it that way, was somebody telling me how, it, how to express yourself as a dude, like talk about your feelings and stuff. Mm. That was something that was never really taught to me, right? And I, I you know, again, just me and maybe their fathers did. I, you know, we never really talked about it. But it's a, it was a touchy thing. Like now I talk to my kids and it's much different. 
we talk about feelings all the time. Like, again, I hold them accountable to stuff too. Like you need to be tough. But then I also say like, look, dude, if you need to talk and you just need me to listen, just tell me. And, you know, I'll sit down, we'll listen. I'll, I'll listen to what you have to say. We can talk it out because I know I never had that and I needed it because you need a little bit of both, right? So my, my male friends, again, they can talk to me about feelings and stuff and I can listen to them. Sometimes even my brother does that too. So, and, and I think it's a way to kind of test out the water because it's hard to find somebody. I know I, sometimes I tell you, but you're, you're a girl. So, <laughs> so I, I expect a certain amount of compassion <laughs> from you if I tell you some stuff, right? The women are good about that, right? You guys have the nurturing thing down. <laughs> I mean, shut up, idiot. <laughs> right. <laughs> Suck it up. Right. But no, you, you, you guys have the nurturing thing down and their mothers were all very, very nurturing women too, you know, that, which is a good thing. Um, that's what I'm saying. So, but it, for, for another guy talking to another guy, typically what I would see in most of the time is, uh, when, when older men would get drunk and this is not their fathers or anything, but just in general, that's when they got a little more touchy feel or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they were able to loosen up a little bit. And most of the time they you would blame cry. Blame all the alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> they would listen to like old sad songs and then just cry about it. And they were singing and tears were coming out, but that was acceptable, right? Because it, you know, obviously that transcends everything is music. It's a, it's a universal thing. And if it's, uh, uh, music can invoke uh, a bunch of emotions in you and that is universal. Mm -hmm. There's no, even the toughest dude in the world. If he says, man, I listen, like there's no music that I listen to that moves me. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) You're not human anymore. You know what I mean? But, um, but yeah, so anyways, uh, that was, that's, that's, you know, that's usually with my. As far as, and you've never had, I know you didn't have it when you were a kid, but even as an adult, there was, there was nobody that you had that special relationship with. You? you (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you are a very close friend of mine. Yeah, no, I I, I get that. I get that. But there's no other, because I don't know what the female version of that looks like. Is it similar to that? Like what what exactly? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) But I mean, I have some girlfriends, but not like that kind of scenario. So it, I want to be able to relate, but I, I really can't so much. It's not that I don't want to. There's some girls that I've tried to keep connections with over the years or when I was in my early 20s and that kind of thing. And it's like, I can't force you to hang out if you want to make excuses why you want to stay home or whatever. Like I can't do anything about it. Yeah. So I don't know why if that's a woman thing Women want to. Women love to cancel plans. They want to have the. Women plan. cancel plans. So this is what I've heard from old girlfriends of mine. They like to make a lot of plans because they want to seem like, "Ooh, I got things to go to." <laughs> but then when it comes down to it, they're like, they'll text me at like you know six o'clock and like, "Oh, I don't really feel like going out." Aww. And I'm like, I'm already half ready, and I'm like, <sighs> bummer. Yeah. that's a bummer. We we try to make plans too. So that happens in our group chat and we're constantly, you know, we like playing poker. And so we're constantly like, hey, who's up for poker? Yeah. Most of the time, if we can get three out of the four, we'll do it. But then we'll give that fourth dude the biggest, we'll give him so much shit because we're like, yeah. dude, come on, you got to come down. We like peer pressure them into coming in. Yeah. At the end of the day, we know they're probably not going to come in just because they can't, mm-hmm. but we still have fun giving them shit about it. 
Yeah. I really only have, I have one girlfriend from high school that I do still see occasionally a few times a year. Yeah. Um, but it's not like we talk on the phone or like, it's nothing like that. It's like, Hey, let's go have brunch on this day. And I got to plan it like a month in advance or whatever. She knows who she is. She listens to the pod. So it's like, (laughs) (laughs) but you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if it's just different for women. I mean, like I said, I know there's girl that obviously there's girls that have close girlfriends. I get that, but yeah. it hasn't really worked out for me. So yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. We got to get you some friends. I man. know. I need some girlfriends. I love you, woman. Maybe they'll make a movie about it. <laughs> well, they, you know, they do have those on the dating apps, by the way. Um, the, the, where you're looking for friends. Instead of like, so you can look for yeah. like, for real friends, right? I thought about that. I mean, but you and I have talked about this too. There's a different, um, women can be very um, uh, catty and, and they want to compete and stuff a lot. So it, I think I just thinking, being friends with the girls is just harder sometimes. Yeah. Cause I was, th- well, yeah, not so. I, I guess I've had throughout the years, I've had a lot of female friends. So mm-hmm. I've never found it to be that difficult. To be yeah, because you're a guy. She's not in competition with you. There's but no- it's the same thing. Is it not the same thing? No, I, I am not in competition with you, Jose. Right, right. I know that. But that's what I'm saying. Is that, so that's the biggest obstacle? That's what, what I, I'm assuming. Oh, well, I, don't I don't know. I've or, never I found mean, it to be very difficult you to know be a when, friend. Um, but the only difficult part is... Um, well, no, there's really not a difficult part. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to make something up, but there really isn't. Like, it's pretty, other than the fact that they're women, right? There's just, there's certain limitations that you, you know, whatever. But aside from that, like, I can't, like, on my buddy's house, he can sleep over my house and you know nothing's going to happen, right? He just got too drunk and he's going to pass out in my, yeah. but again, it would be hard to do that with a female friend. Yeah. Because it's like I'm know. not getting drunk and sleeping on your couch <laughs> that's what while that's your what I, that's what I'm saying. girlfriend so there's, is there. That's the there's certain limitations. Yeah. You. But you know, in general, it's 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 I love it. I love it. I get more insight talking yeah. to women. I just you know, women that I've met in my adult life, this conversation I maybe I usually bring it up because I find it interesting. But when they say anything about finding friends or so, the the conversation leads to that point, yeah. I always like to talk about it because it's like I tell them because I can sympathize. It's like, yeah, it's hard to make friends as a woman when you're an adult. It's it's hard. I don't know hmm. why it's more difficult. It feels maybe all the reasons we just said, right? I'm speculating. Mm. I don't have a problem with women. I hope not. But I mean, you know, <laughs> I don't have a lot of steady girlfriends for a reason. Not yeah. sure, sure. Maybe it's me. Maybe I need to work on me. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know because even um, you know, as an adult, even I, I still make friends with with dudes. Like I made some friendships as an adult yeah. in my late thirties with 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 men. Yeah, um, we just got along right, and he understood, and he was somebody that I could talk to, and you know, bounce ideas. He's different from me, and so I think sometimes when that happens, there's a certain. Um, there's a certain level of admiration, if you will, whenever you're, you're, when you're finding a friend, mm-hmm. like there's a quality about that dude. Like, I like that quality. I don't yeah. know what that is, but I like it. Maybe he's nice. You know, maybe he's super gentle or whatever, or maybe, you know, he's very uh, bold in his actions. And it's like, man, I just like the way how bold this dude is. You know, yeah. he just doesn't hold back. And like, that's just, and so sometimes a friendship can emerge from that. Yeah. Right. Because you're like, I, I admire whatever it is that he's doing. And, and, and even with my friends, the ones that I grew up, all three of them, there are things about them that I admire. 
And sometimes I've shared that with them and I love sharing it with them. Sometimes I was like, man, I admire the way you do this mm-hmm. and I admire the way you do that. Like, that's just badass. Yeah. You'd want to be around someone who makes you feel good. You have fun with that you know. too. Yeah. You, yeah. You I like mean, you're getting out, but... something out of it. If you admire these things, you genuinely like to be around this person. Yeah. But I just thought of another obstacle for women that may make it hard because I was thinking, uh, I made a new girlfriend in the past less than a year mm-hmm. and I really like her a lot. But she has two young girls and it requires a lot of her time. Mm -hmm. So she can't um, really, you can't just be like, hey, girl, like come over or hey, let's go get a cup of coffee. It's not like that. She has responsibilities, but it sucks because it's like, I like her and I'd like to see her more. But I understand as a woman usually takes over that role, especially when you have young children, it's like, she can't just get up and leave whenever she wants. Yeah. You know, we run into that too. Um, But his kids, he... He has, uh, one of them has three boys and I have two. Mm. So whenever we play poker, I'm like, bring them along. So we're all just a bunch of dudes just hanging out, right? And fathers and playing poker. Ooh, but it's stinky in there. Probably. You know, we eat wings. (laughs) That probably doesn't help things. We usually order some wings and pizza and stuff. Sometimes the the wives will come over too, but we'll usually order wings and pizza and everybody's either, you know, having fun playing poker or Farting and laughing about it. Pretty much. Just being dudes, man. Just, just relaxing and like no, no judgment there, man. And listening to old, old records. But I would think that for like, especially in Dallas, right? We got a lot of people coming in from out of state, right? Mm -hmm. From New York, California, they're coming in from everywhere. I would imagine that that friendship app would be beneficial because imagine you're a single young lady in a new city that you're not a hundred percent familiar with. Where do you even start? Yeah. You can go out on dates, but you don't even know the city well enough. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It would probably be better to find a friend. I don't know from work or, yeah. but you know, I don't know. That would be scary. There was a point in my adult life where I moved away for a job for a little bit and I moved to a very small town and I couldn't hang out with my coworkers because I was the boss. So I, that avenue was out and mm-hmm. I was far away from, you know, my friends and family. Right. So I had to go make friends. So like... This probably isn't the best way, but like the first thing you think of is like, you just go to a bar, right? Mm. So I became a regular at one of the local pubs, right? And I mean, I met like men there and stuff too, to be friends with, but I would try to talk to females that I saw. If I saw someone that was like, oh, she looks kind of cool. I try to like, cause again, I don't have anyone around. It's like, I want a female friend, right? But women... They usually think, I'm assuming they think I'm hitting on them because they don't really take to it too well when I'm like... Your opening line is, hey, baby. No. (laughs) But most women in two, like um, I've been told by a lot of women of like, because I'm, I try to be really friendly, right? If I'm trying to make a friend, I'm being friendly. And then let's say we become friends and later on they were like, hey, this is funny. I didn't want to tell you at the time, but I thought you were trying to get with me. Mm. And I'm like, why would you think that? And she was like, well, you're being so nice. I'm like, mm. yeah. Like, you're giving off the wrong vibe there, I guess. lady. Jeez. Wow. Now I'm curious. Oh, I wish I could have saw that in action so I could figure out what are you Maybe doing? Maybe because women are not used to other women just walking up to in the bar and be like, hey, how's it going? Like, are you from around here? I'm new here. Like, maybe they're just not used to that because yeah. women are the way we are. So Guys it's like- talk to each other. That's what I'm saying. There's yeah. the difference. Women don't do that. So I guess when I was like overlay, like, oh, like, how are you doing? Or if like, let's say I started a new job because people at my job told me she this too. Like, she wants I'd be like, oh, so like, bad. how do you, yeah. Be like, how do you like your job? And like, oh, that's cool. Like, what do you do on the weekends? 
just normal things, yeah. but they're like, well, I'm busy. I can't hang. I was like, I wasn't asking you on a date. I'm just like, <laughs> what do you like? You know what I mean? I don't know how else to ask. Like, hey, what are you doing this weekend? I don't because think you it, know that you shouldn't ask that question because that's that's a dude question. That's I what just you're think it's a normal question to ask someone. Get together like, not. hey, what are you doing this weekend? You ask me and I ask you all the time. No, like, that's a dude. You're approaching it as a dude. You got to stop approaching it as a dude. You got to approach it like a female. Like start out with like, I love your shoes or something. Well, I do that too. Yeah. I'll give him a compliment. Don't ask about the weekend. That's too I'm soon. I'm saying if that's we're at work, <laughs> I'm saying that when I was in this area and I had to make friends, I had yeah. to like force myself to like be uncomfortable and, and approach a woman or start up a conversation. Yeah. They always kind of give me that weird look. I did make a few girlfriends when I was there. Um, Sweet. You know what I mean? So like some people I guess can be receptive, but usually the feedback I get when we're friends, they're like, oh, I thought you were trying to hit on me. Yeah. I think I think dudes know that other dudes can get lonely and sometimes you just want to hang out, right? So I think that's why a lot of times – dudes will, you know, talk to other dudes. Yeah, you see it at the bar all the time. Anytime I've ever gone to a bar by myself, um, you just strike up conversations with people that are sitting at the bar. That's just what you yeah. do. Yeah. So like, you know, I've seen guys do it. We're like, hey man, like you like that beer or, or you know what I mean? Yeah. Just anything. Always. I'm just trying to make a connection with somebody. I know. At least for an just, afternoon. I know, but that's too much. Girl, you're going in too hot. You're coming in way too hot. You got to slow it down. I don't think that's talking coming about in hot. the talking about the weekend. Huh? I'm talking about for coworkers. Okay. I'm not talking about the bar. I'm not going to go to a person. Hey, what are you doing this weekend? I'm saying at work. Say, hey, girl. It'd be like, um, or another thing too, like if I have like a new person on my team or something like that, like I'm trying to make them feel welcome. It's like, oh, what kind of things do you like to do? Or, you know, would you get horrible, into Robbie? Why does I me? Mean, no, and I do know. I'm oh. just saying the the fact that that that. That women have a hard time making friends with other women. That just seems like that just seems like not good. I guess maybe that's why. Is that why whenever they have a common thing like a PTA and kids in school, is that why they gravitate because they have like a common, you know, the thing. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. just a lot easier because it's like, well, you're in this neighborhood, I'm in this neighborhood. Most you know? of the time, the friendship on that scenario is not genuine. It's just like I, I mean, need someone to talk to because I don't want to be here by myself. We've had that well, conversation. You know before. what I'm saying, but you know it, it's a uh, you know if it, let's just say it's PTA and it's pri primarily because guys go to PTAs too, right? But let's just say it's a it's mostly women. Then I can see them like okay, we have a common. We ordinarily probably wouldn't be friends, and then I don't know in any scenario where we would really know each other. But mm. now that we're because like even with that, like with my friends, we lived we went to the same uh, kindergarten or not kindergarten, I'm sorry, but the the elementary school, primary school, whatever you want to call it. That's how we knew each other. But there was a whole bunch of kids there. Mm. And I don't know if everybody still has the same long-lasting relationships. That, and that was the other thing. Like, I thought it was weird. I thought everybody had them. Mm -hmm. when you, even when you like, no, I don't know what that's like, it's really throwing me back a little bit because that was my experience. It's like, of course you have yeah. childhood friends well, that during that time, forever. <laughs> I lived out in the country. There was no biking to the neighborhood kid's house. There was no, it was like you had to beg your parents to drive you into town. And if they didn't feel like it, which is their right, then you just didn't do it. It mm. wasn't easy for us growing up where we were. There was no neighbors. Mm. There was nothing. All we had was each other, my sister and I, basically. That was Goodness it. gracious. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, I had a much different experience. I was fighting and making friends. <laughs> but I just think making friends in general as an adult, it's it's harder 
Um, for men, it seems pretty simple. For women, I don't know. I think there's probably a lot of factors that I'm not even really thinking about of why that is. But um, my experience in my 20s was a lot of canceled plans on me at the last minute, people mm. just not following through. Uh, something came up. I don't know. Yeah, you know, I, I will say this. Um, growing up where I did, like I said, we all lived very close to one another and we knew each other's families and we knew each other's, you know, brothers and sisters, mothers, dads, everything. Like there wasn't a lot that went on in that neighborhood that we didn't know about. Um, but you learned people. There was a social skill that you got to develop because everybody was different. We had the same culture for the most part, right? Because we're primarily Hispanic in that neighborhood. But for the most part, they're still individuals. And I remember... You know, like looking at all their sisters, because all of them had a lot of multiple sisters, except for one. But I remember looking at all all of them and like they were all vastly different. And even the relationship that I had with them was different. Like the way we spoke to one another and how we interacted, it was different because they were different people. Mm. Brothers, the same thing, and their mothers and fathers and stuff like that. So it was really cool because like you said, it, it, it takes a village. But then when I get out into the world, right, and as an adult... I know what those types of people are because I've seen them. I've seen all kinds. I've seen all types. And the more you travel, you see more too. Mm -hmm. And so you're able to build up. And there's people that I stay away from. There's certain personalities that I will not <laughs> mm -hmm. bother with because I've seen it. And I think for me, it's not going to work. Let's right. just put it Because I'm not saying that they're bad people. I don't really look at it from a bad or it's good. It's not your cup of tea. Not That's my okay. cup of tea. <laughs> Do not want to be around that. And I know what that looks like. And so sometimes I, I just... Make it a point nine, but I've, I've, you know, well into my adulthood, I. That's the, the okay. So, so I still make friends now. To this day, I still make people that we hang out as friends and whatnot. The only difference is that I know that with my childhood friends, I know for sure they're my friends. The other, they're friends too, but. You don't know if there's an ulterior motive. Well, you that, but not exactly. It's also like you don't know where they're going to be if if. If the shit hits the fan, so mm. to speak. If things go bad. You're not sure the loyalty because there hasn't been enough time. Right, right. We just don't know. It hasn't been tested. Right. These okay. guys are tested true. I know what I'm what I'm dealing with. These other now there are some in my adult life where, you know, I have had gone through some stuff and they were there for me. And I can you know, like, okay, cool. Like and I try to reciprocate and so forth and so on. But but yeah, I'm it just seems weird to me because I just feel like I, I could make a friend no matter where I go. You know, maybe that's the beauty of being a guy yeah. is that, you know, it, I guess more socially acceptable for a guy to talk to strangers yeah. than it is for a woman to, as a cold, cold, you know, conversation, like right, striking right. up a conversation. Yeah. Cold call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say cold call, but <laughs> I don't know what the equivalent of that yeah. is. It's just, you know, with no context and just straight up yeah. starting a conversation with, with a person, yeah. male or female, it's got to be hard for a woman. That sucks. Yeah, it is a little awkward. It sucks. Yeah. What it, <laughs> it's not a little awkward. It sucks. I, I, I would hate to be able to do that. Well, uh, I mean, just like with you, like not uh, being able to imagine me not having a childhood friend that I've, you know, whatever, but like you and I have talked about this before, our friendship, not everybody has a really close friend like that. And yeah. we've talked about, it's sad because like my friendship with you, I value highly. And so there's people out there that don't have that in their life. Yeah. And it's hard to imagine that. Cause like, what do you mean you don't have somebody like that? Yeah. There's people out there that don't have best buddies. 
And that's sad. That's got to be sad. Oh, gotta bring, I'm, not, I'm not trying to make this thing sadder or whatever, but that's a thing. Whether yeah. and for male or female, anybody that doesn't have a best buddy, yeah. how does that work? You know what I mean? I mean, there could be various reasons. Like I said, if you're if you've got you know a lot of kids and you have a lot of responsibilities, maybe you don't even really notice or have time. You know, let's say that you have um, uh, special we're social creatures. Oh, I know. For crying out loud. There's a, if, there's a Netflix thing. I don't know if you saw it. It's about chimpanzees. Uh-uh. If you ever get a chance, watch it. It's amazing. I loved it. It's supposed to be for kids. And when it came up on Netflix, it was like the number number one on the kids list. Uh-huh. But I like watching nature shows. So I was like, let me give it a shot. There was a show. I don't know if you'll remember this or maybe it's too obscure. It was back in the day. It was called Baby Animals Just Want to Have Fun. Oh. It was like a mo- uh, not a movie, but whatever. But we yeah. watched that all the time. It was just like baby animals, and it was just videos of them yeah. doing funny, cute yeah. things, or yeah. just I love watching those. Like they have them on Facebook too. But but that whole um, it turns out that chimpanzees, which are close relatives to human beings, have a lot of the same social structures. They have mm-hmm. a hierarchy. They have a they have a dude at the top, and they have all the the people underneath them or whatever. But it's a social hierarchy, and that's just the way they're built. And like. They require um, social interactions, mm. and whenever whenever one of the chimpanzees gets like uh, ousted or people aren't paying attention, you can see that, that poor chimpanzee is just sad. <laughs> like you don't yeah. need to know anything about animals to see that person. He's like he's he's really struggling with it, and there is a chimpanzee in there that's like that, and you feel for it because everybody else is all yeah. interacting with one another, and they're just leaving them out. And like anybody that's ever been excluded knows what that's like yeah and it's not fun no i even for the people that are like i do what i want and i'm so independent fair enough you Don't still want wrong. some of that though it hurts to not be included in yeah. things it but just what about hurts. me i'm a good person i mean you know what i'm saying like and, yeah. and that's the thing about it like even with friends you have to remember that right because again like i saying like my buddies they sometimes will go out and they don't invite everybody they just invite certain people mm. but Again, we don't, I don't take it like, oh man, they're excluding me. It's just sometimes maybe they, I think with all four of our personalities, they're, you know what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're if like, you're like, I don't have enough energy for you tonight. It's, it's not exactly that, but it's just sometimes, especially with me, if I, you know, if, and I'm not saying that I'm morally better or anything like that, but sometimes I can come off that way. I don't mean to. Mm. And so sometimes they don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> like we want to go and do something that you're probably not going to approve. Yeah. <laughs> you're <laughs> the we, responsible yes, one. <laughs> and I don't, we don't want to do that tonight. Tonight we want to totally party and like do some stuff that we're going to regret tomorrow. <laughs> And that's okay. When that happens, I'm like, I get it. You yeah. know I probably wouldn't derive any pleasure from that. So yeah. if you guys want to go do that, by all means. I've had some girlfriends in my past where like, yeah, they go to like a certain thing and it's not any interest to me. Like, um, you know, if you're interested in country music and they're like, oh, we want to go to whoever country singer a song. I don't know, whatever. I'm okay with not being invited because I know I don't want to go to those right, things. Right, right. So, so for them, like if they want to go to a gentleman's club. Uh-huh. I don't like going to those places. So if they want to go, I, have, I pass no judgment. Go have fun. Enjoy yourself. Like, yeah. it sounds like a hoot. I've been there before, mind <laughs> you. But I just don't particularly like going there. So if they're going to go, if I don't get invited, I'm not heartbroken about right. it. I'm like, you know what? You guys are, have fun. Go, please. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> because that's that's just what they like to do, right? Mm. And so so things like that. But but yeah, but it you know you know if it's a social like if it's like a party or something maybe. But even then, you know that it's not it's not that they purposely did it. Especially especially if it's a family thing, like you might you have so many things going on. Yeah, you're not really thinking about it. Yeah. And it's almost sometimes they're almost like, you know, you could come, you know what I mean? Or, yeah. or they might mention it in passing, but they're like, you know, you're, you know, you're invited, right? It, you know, but a lot of times they'll still send you the invite. Like, hey, yeah. come on. Well, that's what I'm invite. saying sometimes too, when you said like people, <clears throat> if you don't have any friends, but let's say, like I said, if you have a very um, demanding family life and work and all that kind of stuff, you may not really notice it. Maybe it's not even like they even think about it. It's like, I have my family yeah. and that's here that I'm here to support that. And it's Okay. Yeah. Maybe you don't have time, but it's it's fine with you. You yeah. know, I think everybody should have somebody that maybe you don't have to see them, but like someone you could call if you did need to talk to about something that maybe you couldn't talk to your spouse about. Yeah, you know, I yeah. think that's important. Yeah, and you know, and 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 I'll say this much: I mean, again, they're all you know good fathers and whatnot, but it's also that thing too is that like their kids, they know they can come to us too. Like they can interchange us if they needed to. And sometimes they do actually, you know, so like if, uh, if my buddy's son or daughter or whatever talks to me and they're, they have questions about, has nothing to do with anything other than like life. Like, mm-hmm. what do you think about this? Or I'm thinking about doing this, whatever. It feels good that they feel like they can talk to you. It's like, okay, you feel comfortable enough to talk to me. Yeah. And I want that for my kids too. If they ever did that, they would, that would be welcomed by them too. It's like, yeah, yeah. talk to them. Like, like I trust them that much that yeah. whatever perspective, not saying it's the right one or the wrong one, yeah. but definitely, you know, you want to talk to somebody and maybe you feel like um, you want to pick my brain about something or if yeah. my kids want to pick their brains about something, um, like I would, that would be totally cool. It, it actually, it, it's, it's, it's pretty awesome. Man. It's yeah. Pretty awesome. It feels good. I, I used to get that with my brother's two oldest daughters um, when they were of that age, they, I guess they felt comfortable coming to me to talk about things, I don't know, how do I say, like... Um, Womanly things? No, like... Uh, <laughs> I don't want to go there right You know, now. like, uh, I don't want to say, like, I'm not a square. So you can come to me and, like, say, like, oh, yeah, I was doing this oh, thing. Oh, Robbie? <laughs> <laughs> she has seen some stuff. <laughs> and as a matter of fact... Oh my god. Oh yeah, Aunt Robbie. Yeah, for sure. Let's But it feels all that bar hopping. She was a bar flying <laughs> hitting on women everywhere <laughs> she went. She was feisty back um, then. But yeah, but no, it just I get felt you. more comfortable. I'm more of an equal and it sure. feels really good. It's just like, yeah, come to me. Like you can tell me things you, I pass no judgment because it's like I either did the same things or I'm still doing the same type yeah. of things. It's like, how can I yeah. you know what I mean? And you can even sometimes it's really interesting because you'll see their personality come out in their kids. Mm. And they'll do stuff and you're like, yeah, you remind me of your father because mm. I knew your father when he yeah. was your age. And, yeah. then, and then you see that a lot. And it's and it's no wonder, right? Obviously, it's it's they passed on and they're, they're good dads or whatever. But you can always, a lot of times you can see it and be like, wow. Yeah, yeah I father. see it a lot with my sister's kids. It's like, man, you're just like her. <laughs> like, it's just crazy. <laughs> It's it's freaky when you see it because it's like, oh man, that's her to a T. <laughs> you look different, but you the same. You know, and when you do that, because I recognize that in my own kids, is you have to be very careful because you almost have to revert back and think, okay, if he's thinking like me, which means, you know, if he's acting the way I used to act, mm. 
what did I need to hear at that time mm. to get him out of this funk? Yeah. Because sometimes I also know that how rebellious I was and I didn't want to listen to anybody. And so when I see my kids and they're like that, I'm like, oh. Can't God. tell them anything you know you, you don't want to hear it. You can't. So you have to, it's like you almost have to outsmart yourself because <laughs> yeah. you, you have to like, okay, I know who he is because I am him. So what would have worked on me? Mm. And if for me, right, it's like blunt force is not going to work because, you know, like you had talked about it before. It doesn't work on certain people. Mm. I am one of those people that it would not work on. So it's not going to work on them either. Yeah. So I have to figure out a different way to convey my message and hopefully he'll be in a spot where he can listen to it because yeah. me just yelling at him or screaming at him, it's not, it's not going to work. It's yeah. just not going to work. So when you see your kids, it's like, yeah, like you have to have that patience. And then what's really funny or what will really grab you a little bit is, are you a lot like your mother or your father? Mm. Right? Because we like to think that we're individuals. But if we see that pattern, right, if you see your sister and her kids and logic dictates that there's a lot of traits that you inherit. Because mm. <laughs> I didn't know my father, but every now and again, if I come across somebody that knew him, they'll say, you speak just like him which is weird because I didn't have any interaction with him. So the fact that they're telling me that I have certain mannerisms mm -hmm. like he does throws me off because yeah. I'm like, what does that mean? No, <laughs> I, think, I don't like him. I was thinking about the kids now. Um, <clears throat> it's different. So like the kids that, that I'm surrounded, like my family and stuff, they don't have, they have friends, but it's way different than we were when we were younger. So like I wonder for them when they get like your age, what, is friendship going to look like to them? Because honestly, like most kids are really into video games, like solitary things. Mm. Um, I'm just curious of what are friendships going to look like for them when they're 40? That's scary. I know. I know right now we have the AI thing too, which is I think going to make things worse. Mm. We're all going to have our own AI friends. Yeah. You say that jokingly. But no, I'm, I'm not that's, really that's, joking yeah, actually. I, I, <laughs> like, I think that's going to be where we're going to head. I think because the AIs, and you know, I, I know you don't like it when I go on tangents, but from what I understand of it, they are programmed, depending on what you what you give them, they are programmed to anticipate certain things. So in other words, the more information they get from you, the more they anticipate what response you're, you're going to like or whatever, mm -hmm. which means that they're, it's just like a buddy. Again, a buddy, you gauge it through your man, like... Is right now the best time to tell him, you know, let's let's say he's had he has a drug problem <laughs> and he's coked out of his mind. Is right now the best time to really talk about this right now? Yeah. Like you try to catch him when he's not and maybe try to talk some sense into him or something. Like you have to pick your poison, right? Right. Or let's say he just you just bailed him out of jail. Maybe right now is not time for a lecture. Right. So you need to you need to wait a little bit, right? Yeah. But uh, but an AI and like I said, you have to find things that they're going to be receptive to even for children. Well, an AI can figure that out a lot faster than humans can, right? It's going to, it's going to take me being around you to see what you react to. Cause I might say something to you and get a negative reaction. It's like, Oh, I shouldn't have said that to her and blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? But it's going to take time for, but an AI, it'll pick it up so fast. I don't think I'd mind having an AI. Friend. <laughs> <laughs> I want someone to go get my nails done with. But that's what I'm saying. But then it's going to, it's going to, Take away from the human I get it. connection. Well, maybe you would still get... Um, It'll be synthesized. I think it would be hard if that's the case because that AI friend is not going to challenge you, right? 
but you'll still have challenges with other people in your well, they, network. They might challenge. That's what's so scary. They might actually program to be five like, day fist fight. Well, you or? can you can tell it. You can even tell it like, hey, I need some words of encouragement, or I need a new task, or I need you to be this way with me. Mm. And then if you don't, you'd be like, hey, I need you to back off a little bit. It's a little too aggressive. Like that's how smart it is, and it's not going to have a get up about it. <laughs> you know your AI saying? friends mad at you, <laughs> right? Like, He's right? not talking to you. It's like fine. <laughs> No, you don't need me, remember? Remember? No. But you know what I'm saying though, right? Like like if 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 we get into a heated discussion and I just tell you like, hey Robbie, I just need you to back the F up a little bit. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. You're probably gonna take like, that what? a certain way. Yeah, you're gonna take it a certain way. But an AI would be like, okay. And not judge it, and then it just knows. It's like, all right, you know, we'll, you know, we'll talk later when you fill up to it or whatever. And then mm. you're like, hey, AI, and like, what's up, buddy? Because <laughs> it forgets everything. If, if it remembers what you don't like, mm. and it remembers those sorts of things, but it, it can tailor to you like could gaslight it real quick. Well, you could, but also like you come home. But that, well, think about it. This they pass no judgment. Yeah. That's a that's a difficult thing among friends, especially around friends, right? Because like I said, you hold them accountable, which is a good thing, right? Because we need to hold ourselves accountable. As, as individuals, right? Like, look, dude, what's what's wrong is wrong and what's right is right. And, you, you know, we got to call it out. <clears throat> but I don't know that an AI would do that because it passes no judgment. So even among friends, I know that they've probably done some stuff that I probably wouldn't approve of. And I've done some things that I know that they wouldn't approve of. Mm-hmm. So I might not tell them every single thing. Like, mm-hmm. they know a lot about me. They mm-hmm. know a ton about me, but not every single detail. You know what I mean? But an AI wouldn't judge you on any of it. They would never say you're right or wrong. Or they would never. So you're right. It might not challenge you in that sense. Um, but again, you can program it too. It's like, hey, AI, I need you to call me out on something. It's just so <laughs> scary. It's just so scary because it, it, you see now the evolution of and it. We're, I mean, it's not even infancy. This thing has just barely been planted and you can kind of see the potential of it. And it's super scary. It's super. It's going to know you better. Like right now. Your computer, your phone knows you a lot better than any other person on this earth knows you. Yeah. The horrible Google search history. Everything. Everything. It knows everything. It knows all your conversations. It knows everything that you like on. It knows it knows everything because mm-hmm. it's around you 24-7. Mm-hmm. And it, one of the reasons it doesn't pass judgment when you want to look up. Yeah. When I want to buy something that is like, hey, it's fine. Fine with us. Yeah, it doesn't care, right? <laughs> but that's that's my point. To not have that judgment, there is no filter. So they're going to know you and they don't pass any judgment. That's the scary thing is that you can, you have to be very careful because it could also also encourage you to do bad things and mm-hmm. just overindulge, right? Debauchery for sure. Like this is too much. And so from, sometimes a friend will tell you like, slow down. I don't know if you'll ever have an AI that says slow down. Yeah, so if we don't have that, like I said, for like your children, when they become, when they're 35 or whatever. I just don't know, well, maybe not your kids, but I'm just saying like kids of that age, if you, especially the, you know, the COVID thing too, it's it's a weird thing, but like most of the children that I observed, it's like they all just play video games and that's it. They don't go to birthday parties. Yeah. They don't go hang out at friends' houses. They don't have sleepovers is no longer, maybe in some, I just haven't seen it, yeah. but like, what does that look like for them? Are they not going to know how to make friends you know, or you hit on women tough... in a bar like I do, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> you got to tell me your strategy, man. I gotta, I gotta but no, it, it, it is, it, it's, it's that thing. You know, when you're around other kids, 
they will let you know really fast what's acceptable and what's not. Right. Because if you're not behaving in a socially acceptable, even around children, they have their own kind of social norms, if you will. Yeah. And if you act outside of that, you see the little kid because they push him away. Yeah. Nobody wants to hang out. If he's like stinky or gross or he's doing whatever it's like, dude. Yeah. If he's just constantly picking his nose or just, like you said, just being gross all the way around, right? You know, whatever that looks like. Can't eat your boogers. Yeah. You can see him because sometimes, now sometimes it's it's a bit mean, right? Because maybe they can't help it. But it's still the the point being is that they've they've created this social dynamic, mm-hmm. and they're saying this is to be in, in this part. This is the way we need to be. Yeah, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, right? Because before anybody says like, no, that's wrong, and maybe it is, but that's the way it is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know what else. Yeah, <laughs> we've all learned things that are socially acceptable. Like you can't get naked and walk down the street. Right. You just can't do it. Can't. And if you do it, you're going to get in trouble right. and then you'll learn that's not and you, acceptable. You can't, you can't go into work cursing up a yeah. storm like a sailor. You just can't. Right? You just can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just, you, you, it, it's, it, you can't. It makes people uncomfortable. Yeah. You, there's certain, you know, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It makes people really uncomfortable. I'm just envisioning that me witnessing that happen. And how I've, seen, I've seen people like uh, complain about it because they get too familiar at, at work mm. and they start cursing and cursing and cursing and every other word is a curse word and there's people around them like they're yeah. trying to work and trying to be professional and they're like i we can't i can't do this so they complain and they're like hey you you can't go around cursing and stuff now again if you're in a warehouse and if that's acceptable sure but in an office typically that's not acceptable yeah, <laughs> yeah <it just laughs> nothing against where the warehouse work. guys yeah. but you know what i'm saying like it's it's a different atmosphere and you know you got to imagine there's a certain amount of I've worked construction and stuff like that. It gets pretty dirty and perverted. In those. <laughs> my, <laughs> There's no one to complain to. My everybody. father, when we were growing up, he worked in a factory. And I remember this was back, you know, my parents had like different uh, shifts, nights and days or whatever. Yeah. So there was a lot of times we had to go to work with my dad and just be in the shop somewhere or hide or whatever. Robbie, just- and things that we saw, this was mainly men. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> As a little girl, it's like, okay, you grow up real fast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, but, uh, but yeah, you know, it's an exploration into friendship because my friends are, are a very big part of my life, uh, not least of which yourself. I know I've concentrated mostly on them, but it's just the, the older I get, the more unique I and treasure it mm. because it is a, it's a special thing, man. It's a special thing. Like they know a lot of my life and you do too, but they actually were there when it was actually happening, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the, the marriage, the dating, the, the, my first girlfriend, they all know who she was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I talk about her all the time. They, they know exactly who she is. They remember her. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's just, uh, it's, it's very unique and, you know, I cherish every moment and hopefully, you know, we have many, many years ahead of us, but man, so it's a it's a it's a it's a long ride, man. <laughs> it's a long, long ride, and, and you've met them, so you know what they're like. But yeah, friendship is. I think it, we we don't talk about it enough. I think in our relationship <laughs> podcast, we should, because I think friendships are a very, very important part of the human experience. Okay, I'm going to say something really corny. Don't laugh, but like, I appreciate the fact that I can share my friendship with you to other people mm-hmm. through the pod. Like, it's sweet. Mm-hmm. 
I, yeah. I enjoy that I can share. I mean, yeah. if you listen, you can tell the dynamic in our relationship. <laughs> like you can see, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I get to share that with yeah. other people listening. You know, and it's, and it's funny because I think, um, I know we're, we're probably the highly unlikely that we would be friends. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing. I just described mine, and I know how how you grew up. So the fact that we're friends is, still baffles me a little bit. But it's weird because the women that I that I go out on, they always ask me the same thing: is it like, is she pretty? <laughs> out of all the things that they could ask me about, that's the number one thing that they ask me: is like, is she pretty? I don't know why they go straight to that. Mm. I'm, I'm assuming because they thought, well, if she's your friend. <laughs> There must be something wrong. <laughs> I'm assuming. I don't know. I don't know. You you would probably know better than I would of why they would ask me that. Uh, and then, reminded it's women that I'm dating or whatever or kind of dating. So maybe. I can only assume that it's a question out of like, should I be worried about this girl? But oh, I, 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 I get it. But at the same time, I kind of feel like I'm on a date with this person. And so I don't know why. Because we, we haven't reached that. It's not like super socially acceptable to have a really close friend that's of the opposite sex. It's we're, difficult. Yeah. It's we're, we're accepting it a little bit more now, but it's still not completely. So for the women, that's, I, I can just assume that. Women, I can assure you there's nothing <laughs> like that going on. Let them know, please, because for whatever reason, they that's the number one question. Why are you sticking this gun to my side and making me say these things? <laughs> Quiet, you. <laughs> Stick to the script. Say less. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. <laughs> but um, but no, I mean, you know, it, I think uh, for me, you know, and I've said it before, even on the previous, you know, ones that we had. Sometimes breaking up with somebody, especially breaking up in a romantic, is that you missed a friendship too. Yeah. Because you have to let that go. Especially if, if if you had a really good friendship with that person that you were in a romantic relationship and now it's gone. It sucks. Mm. It sucks. I mean, you might miss the other things, but man, maybe they just made you laugh and they were just cool to hang out with. You just didn't like all the other stuff that they did. Yeah. <laughs> You're cool but and all, that, but you be cheating on me all yeah. the time, so. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's actually, I know it's horrible, but that's a good example, right? He just wasn't, you know, but he was the life of the party. He made yeah. you laugh. He was great. He was funny. He was charming. But unfortunately, he wasn't like that with everybody. But but anyways, um, good conversation. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you, friend. Thank you, friend. All right. Till the next time. Buddy. Bye, everybody. All right. All right, bye.